The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. I'd imagine nearly everybody listening to this is likely to pass through Dublin Airport at some stage over the summer. Such are the volumes. But what sort of experience will you have? Will it be a better one than it was perhaps for many last year? Kenny Jacobs, Chief Executive of the DAA, is with us. And will it be? How confident are you that customers will have a better experience this year? I'm very confident customers will have a better experience this year. The team at Dublin Airport have worked very, very hard over the past number of months to learn from the uh, the let down, what let passengers down last summer. Um, things are very, very stable and have been very stable since the end of last summer. Uh, obviously, the key thing I would call out is, look, at the moment, over 90% of people are getting through security in less than 20 minutes. We issued our summer travel advisory this week. So we're saying to the travelling public, if you're flying short haul, as most people will do in the summer, be in the terminal two hours beforehand. If you're flying long haul, be in the terminal three hours beforehand. You don't need to be in the terminal four hours before your flight. So, uh, does that actually cause more trouble? Yeah, I think every airport would say across across Europe and the world last summer, a lot of airports were saying, "Please come earlier because we're short of staff." Uh, that causes trouble uh, because you end up with too many people uh, in the terminal who are flying not for five or six hours, can't get seats, uh, and it's it's not the best experience. So. Very, very stable operation in Dublin Airport at the moment. Team have worked very, very hard to recruit bigger numbers. At the moment, we've got about 700 staff and a very good security team. That number will peak up to about 800 people in security. That gives me the confidence to say I expect uh, in the course of the summer that 90% of the public travelling through Dublin Airport will get through security in about 20 minutes. In addition to that... I'm sorry, what will happen to the other 10%? The How other, long might they be in the queue? The other, the other 10% will mo- will generally be, I would say, clo- over, over 95% will be in less than 30 minutes. So look, it's a very, very stable security experience that we've staffed up to and that's what we hope will happen. Look, I And are you retaining them? Because wasn't there the issue last year that you lost a lot of them and couldn't get them back? Yeah, like every airport, like every airline across aviation because of COVID, it was nearly shut down as an industry. Last year it was about scaling up the numbers and an issue around retention. We now have a very low retention number number so I think that's a good thing and we've really scaled up our recruitment. Have you improved the technology so as to allow people to carry liquids through in their bags or without having to take them out as is the case I think in a lot of other airports now? And is this the case in Dublin in the form of a trial at the moment so what you're referring to is called C3 scanning so that allows you to come to the security screening and you don't have to take your liquids out of your bag and the bag goes straight through. We are now trialling that in both Terminal 1 and Terminal 2 in Dublin and after the summer that will roll out across both terminals and that's a much better experience for passengers. Why does it take so long? Doesn't it work in places like Shannon already? A a much smaller airport. So Shannon have it, Farron 4 have it but they're much smaller airports. We are busy all year round like no other airport uh, in Ireland and that's a good thing but it means when you're implementing a major piece of technology like this that you need to do it ideally not coming into the summer peak. We also want to learn from it because we want to do it different from other airports. We want to also change the walk-through metal detectors. So that's going to be a whole much better experience. what way are you going to change them? So that will be that you you will come to security, you will not have to take the liquids out of your bag and ultimately you will walk through what's called a body scanner, which is a much safer scanner. That gives us a you know, a much safer airport and it's a very safe airport today. It's a much better experience for the passenger. It also allows us to get more people through security faster. So that's a look, it's going to be a very good part of the future. We'll roll it out as quickly as we can, but it's a 
different type piece of kit and we're doing it in a very busy airport. So how then can you account for somebody managing to get on a plane last week with, or this week without a ticket? And and that's regrettable. You know, security of our passengers absolutely is our number one uh, focus. That passenger was security screened. So just to reassure everybody, look, it shouldn't have happened. But what happened was someone got through the initial check-in terminal two without a boarding pass. The more important thing is that they were absolutely screened. So that person and their bags and anything with them was security screened. Um, they then tried to get on an Aer Lingus flight um, and then the airport police took them off that flight. So look, it shouldn't have happened, Matt. It's regrettable. We are doing an investigation to learn how do we prevent that happening in future. I haven't heard of it happening before. And every year we have 32 million people who use Dublin Airport. But even though it's a very, very random thing, we'll learn from it and make sure that it doesn't happen again. 32 million people. Is that back up to pre-COVID levels? It's, it's heading absolutely back up to pre-COVID levels. If you take the, if you, at the moment, Dublin Airport is about plus 3% compare it was to pre-COVID levels. If you take the European average, Europe on average is about minus 12%. So travel is absolutely back and it has been for a while. Demand to fly into Ireland and demand to fly out of Ireland is stronger than it was in 2019. That's a great thing. But is there too much emphasis on Dublin? I mean, you have responsibility for Cork as well and there's been a lot of work done both on the terminal and the runway down there. I mean, is there too much emphasis on, with making the airlines always go to Dublin when it could be better for the airports and for consumers to get them flying out of regional airports rather than it always been Dublin? I think both. Look, Dublin Airport is Ireland's national airport. Cork and other regional airports are regional airports. I, I, I would want absolutely Dublin and Cork to grow and I'm happy to say Cork is 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 a very strong place and is growing and has some long-term deals that will guarantee that growth. Cork at the moment is about a 2.4 million passenger airport. I would like it to become a 5 million passenger airport by the end of the decade and I can absolutely see the way that that could happen. How could it happen? How that, how that could happen will be look more jobs being created in Cork, more demand for business traffic into Cork Airport. Uh, Corkonians love to travel and I think that will continue and that's incentivising, you know, giving the airport airlines good deals that they say, okay, we're going to do it at Dublin but we'll do it at Cork. Well, I think that's definitely in the immediate future much better short haul Cork to European capital cities uh, all year round, not just in the summer, and then more seasonal summer choice from the likes of Ryanair from Cork, which is very, very strong at the moment. But when you say about maybe doubling the capacity out of Cork this decade, would that then be at the expense of Dublin to scale back? Are you looking to grow at all airports? Because that's the type of thing that drives environmentalists nuts and also adds to our carbon emissions in a decade when we're supposed to be doing everything to drive them down. So to answer your question, I would I would see absolutely see us growing in both Cork and Dublin airports. So Cork's growth is not at the expense of Dublin. There is definitely demand from the airlines to grow at both airports. Can we do that in a way that is more sustainable? We can. You know, if if I take the recent Ryanair growth announced at Dublin Airport, it's the biggest ever Ryanair schedule. Half of that is going to be on the new Ryanair Max aircraft. That's much more environmentally uh, efficient uh, in terms of the CO2 per passenger kilometre. So the airlines are changing the aircraft that they use. So you can keep growing at an airport, but also reduce the carbon output. But that's the challenge that we have. How do we how do we respond to the growth? And in an island nation, which is always going to need airports, you know, we want to... We want to be able to attract the world here because that's always what we've done. Irish people will always want to travel. It's how do we get the balance right, being able to grow as an airport, being able to grow aviation capacity, but also do that in a sustainable way. Now, we are committed to being net carbon zero ourselves as an organisation by 2050. But I think across the industry, so speaking for airports and aviation, I think things like sustainable aviation fuel, all airlines using newer aircraft and newer technologies and continuing the research in further technologies to say, how do we further reduce the CO2 per Pax KM, 
that's what I think the answer is in terms of how do you keep growing and do so in a more sustainable way. Okay, uh, what about the potential for strikes at London and Heathrow? There's talk of 10 days of industrial action. What sort of knock-on consequences would that and also the ongoing problems with French air traffic controllers have for you? Yeah, they, they create a, a, a problem for our airlines because you would have you'd have what are called network delays. So that would impact British Airways, that would impact anybody coming in who's coming into Dublin Airport or any airport in Ireland. So they would be network delays, which are generally up to the airlines to manage and they do manage them quite well. So I would be less concerned about the potential 10-day strike in Heathrow. The French air traffic control issues this summer and every summer are something that I that would be causing me greater concern. So year to date in 2023, about 80% of all network delays across Europe are caused because of French air traffic control and French airspace. So I think that's something the industry is calling on Europe to tackle so that we have a single European sky. The industry, industry has been calling for that for a while, but that's the solution here. But the French situation would worry me more than the 10-day strike coming up at Heathrow. One final one. Have you sorted out the issue with drones at the airport yet? We have, where we've made excellent progress. So two weeks ago, we got the counter drone technology in place. The airport fire service have been trained and we're ready to go. We're currently working with the regulator, the IAA, and with Comreg to have the ability to use it. So I think we've what, made excellent involved? progress. Do you shoot the drones down? No, you don't shoot the dro- drone down. It's a, it's a piece of kit that uh, will jam the frequency that the drone is on. That will send the drone back where it came from. Um, and then we will work on Gordon to follow the drone and see do we need to have any f- further action. So thankfully we haven't had an incident in the past number of weeks. We've always had the, D, the what's called the D-drone perimeter system which tells us if a drone has come into the airfield. We will have, we now have the kit which will allow us to send it back where it came from. Uh, we're currently working through the regulatory process to be able to, to use the kit. So I think we'll be there quite soon uh, and that's an extra layer of protection which prevents the airport being disrupted. Thank you very much. Kenny Jacobs, Chief Executive of the DAA. Last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-